0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your life coach, your guide on the side. Welcome to the program. You know, the program where we try to show you the good life. Nobody came with an owner's manual. We all just kind of showed up here on this earth, and now we've got to figure out how to make it happier and healthier. That is the goal of this program, and have we got a great show for you today. We have got a survivor not only a survivor a thriver from the popular show Shark Tank somebody that has made it through the Shark Tank taking an entrepreneurial idea and she went into the Shark Tank and swam out smelling like a flower she got everything she wanted from all these big entre- all these big uh, what do they call them what do they call these people uh, entrepreneurs they're more than an entrepreneur they're like a uh, investors they're investors
1: Startups. startup owners yeah
0: yeah. So it's a big deal. So we'll be talking to her. She's going to teach us about work-life balance. Susan Peterson's her name. Also, we're going to get into um, being more productive. I, I probably, I kind of want just a little bit of a, a closing out of the Olympics update.
2: You do? Like right now?
0: Well, what you got? I mean, are you what sad? What have I got? I mean, you know, is I it, was sad. There was there? some really
2: good stuff we ended out on, um, most notably Michaela Schifrin, one Gold. She's 18 years old. What am I doing with my life? <sighs> yeah, that's the real question. Well, hold on. How old are you? How you know what? Um, let's move on. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs>
0: because she's 18 and she's, she's winning gold 18. medals. You know. I
2: know. And let's just Jess. say like, I'm Jess, older what were than you that, doing? and, and I'm not doing that well.
0: Yeah, you're a little older than that. Yeah, a little. But you were just talking about how you could graduate in a year or whatever.
2: It's true, but that doesn't that's really amazing. equate to an Olympic medal.
0: Well, I know, but like Mike Pond's been here for 12 years. <laughs>
3: So what's Mike been Man, doing? He's been here since he was 11. And he's
0: not even here, so we'll talk about him. Yes, Jess, what were you doing when you were 18 for crying out loud?
3: Um, I was trying to stay on the road and yeah. not, you know, get into college. But, but nothing compared to, you know, those Olympic athletes yeah. who spend hours and hours training. Yeah. I'd probably have a six-pack if I was them. Or... Like me, I have a six-pack. <laughs> right. I'd probably look more like Matt. Yeah, you would.
0: <laughs> With a le- I still have a cough, by the way, thanks to you.
3: Oh, I'm I'm feeling good. It's good, good well, on the yeah. other side. I bet it is. I'm, it'll end. Yeah, and then well, when it ends, sure. you're going to be sad because you're going to have nothing to say to me. You're going to be like, yeah. what now? <laughs> if,
0: I, if I end the Silent way it's Eric. going, I probably won't have anything to say because I'll be dead.
3: <laughs> you're not
0: going right to die. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
3: Excuse oh, me.
0: I, I just so have these tickles. It's not dramatic. I can't breathe. <laughs> this is three, this third week. I'm on my third week.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the last week.
0: <sighs> oh, it's okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe by the next show you'll be ready to go. Tomorrow? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm positive. Okay.
0: I'm betting that's not going to happen. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe. I'm trying to create work-life balance, which is the goal of the show today, and I can't balance work and life because I can't breathe. It's out of balance. <sighs> I don't even want to talk because I get all tickled and then I cough.
2: You know, there's a problem with that. What? You're a talk show host.
0: I know. And I keep moving from microphone to microphone. Are you noticing that?
2: I know. And I really don't know that I appreciate You're it. You're on the microphone I used starting, to have. i Kate. You know what? It, I panicked last night because I was...
0: Um, you were feeling I was, it.
2: Yeah. You getting I was watching sick. the closing ceremonies and all of a sudden I was like coughing a little bit. I was like, no, I can't yeah. handle this.
0: Did you take Jess's name in vain?
2: And No. <laughs> I, I do, think I was more focused on you since you've were you have been a yeah yeah
0: it's because you're using my old microphone
2: yes exactly and that's why I was <laughs> once
0: I've coughed through a microphone you I don't want bitter feelings
2: were directed
0: toward you see Sadly. I'm sorry, but don't tell anybody else in the studio that I'm coughing on the mics
2: I think everybody knows
0: do you think so you yeah like you know a lot of show? people around here they, they listen oh they listen to the show yeah do you think they listen to our show
2: um, I'm usually surprised. Yeah, people do. I mean, we work at a radio station, and sometimes they listen to the station that wow. we work on. Really? Yeah.
0: So people are listening.
2: Yeah, I mean, we even have a national audience. I don't yeah. Know if you, yeah. No,
0: I've heard that. This is great.
4: Yeah. Word <laughs> is getting out that that microphone is tarnished and yeah. is unhealthy
0: is to use. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think, which
2: th- is why I feel like I should step away from it. But yeah. at the same time, I don't. I want well, to be able. I think heard. if they
0: cared, Don would walk in and hand me a little microphone cover that would be my own. A little hmm. spit cover. I don't know. What I do they think, call them? The, yeah. pop, the pop cover. Yeah, like the pop should filter just thing. You
2: start. You could wear a mask, like a. I I could. Mask. I
0: should. I should start wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, I actually You know, it would even that. help you
2: with the pollution that we have here yeah. in the Utah Valley.
0: Well, I wore, uh, um, I, I started wearing a ski mask. But then That's when I went to different. the bank, yeah, the, really that freaked people out of the bank. So yeah. I decided maybe I ought not do that.
2: Probably you ought not to. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> so no more ski masks. Uh, I'll go get myself, I guess, a nice little surgical mask.
2: Yeah. You, know, you might be kind of muffled. Yeah. But, but you at know least what? you'll save the rest of us from getting bronchitis. That's right.
0: Well, and we can always thank Je- Jess for it. And as she says, it's not a big deal. Once <laughs> she you get has over been
2: it. very adamant about that.
0: <laughs> Whatever. She makes me mad. We're talking about work-life balance, and I don't have one. You
2: don't my have work one at is all? my life. You know,
0: I just found that out. Like I, my life is what I do.
2: I kind of, I kind of realized that too. I was like, um, I, I don't know. You always see these little charts and things online. It's when you're a college student, you can either choose sleep, social life, or good grades. Oh, but then they also don't factor into factor into their um, work, or right. I'm actively involved in my church, yeah. or.
0: They don't factor everything in. Yeah, so... (laughs) Or sickness, lung (laughs) airborne diseases. Yeah,
2: and unfortunately, I seem to choose uh, things like having a clean apartment and going to work. Anyway, I evaluated myself based on this, and I realized that I managed to spread myself pretty evenly across everything except for the social life. Part of that's just because it's January, and I don't want to do anything else. Why would
0: you want to socialize in January? It's yeah, fe- isn't I it know. February?
2: Well, it's February. Yeah, but January kind of like thinking, it's right. – February actually isn't a month. It's just post-January.
0: Oh, good point. That's a great point.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because you, you have January. Yeah,
0: it's the recovery month for January. And then you have kind
2: of this recovery month. And then I have my Oscars party on Sunday. And then, and
0: then March I'll begins. And that's it's like when... my
2: coming out party yeah. of the winter. Yeah. I'm, I'm entering the social seat once more <laughs> after hibernation. She's
0: back. That's, that's the time where you basically say, I'm back. Gentlemen,
2: you know, Start get in line. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is good to know. You know why this is so good to know? Because talk about work life. You are, I'm writing a letter of recommendation for you right now.
2: Wow. I'm, thank you for doing that. Yes. I was hoping you saw that. Email. But
0: I didn't know about the February thing and that your coming out parties in March. <laughs> so now I'll just add that to my that I
2: have. That's I good to know every because
0: month. I wasn't going to say yeah. anything about that. But now it's like, hey, so in yeah, March. Well,
2: I'm, I'm sure that uh, the United Talent Agency yeah. and uh, NBC will appreciate they that.
0: They would love it. And especially yeah. if they can know that they probably ought not have you working there in February. Probably. That's well, not you know really what the month. good
2: news is: these are summer internships. Oh. That is where I am at yeah. the top of my game. Yeah.
0: But it, will you be big into the social world, or when you go do the internship, are you going to turn off the social world? See, because that's your private life. So you want to have a work life balance. I to,
2: you know. Okay. Here's the thing: if for, this summer, work life balance will actually mean work beach balance because it'll be in California. So that's I'll just have true. to, you know.
0: But you could find a life on the beach.
2: Yeah, you a could, really good one.
0: You know what? You have know? you ever seen any of the um, Gidget shows?
2: I have not.
0: The old movies of Gidget. No. Really?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, go look them up. Because <laughs> she was always hanging out on the beach and they were playing guitar and she. It was. um that
2: sounds about right. Annette
0: Funicello, I think, was her name. She was Gidget. I think it was Annette.
2: Kind of like a. No, that was someone else. Who, who was Gidget.
0: The... No, Gidget was what's her name? Um, anyway, what's her name? Uh, Sally Fields, was she Gidget? Anyway.
2: Oh, I Somebody like Sally call
0: in. Not call in. Somebody <laughs> text us.
2: <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. always works. Tweet
0: me tweet. at Dr. Matt, at Doc Matt Townsend. It's
2: Doc Matt Townsend, not Doc, Doctor. Yeah, yeah, Doc not do- D-O-C.
0: Matt Townsend. I'd like to know who is Gidget. I guess we could look it up.
2: <laughs> you know we do, because since you're holding the internet in your hands. Yeah, it's, an it's, an I iPhone. hold on this
0: technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, You need a life balance. And so you need to get, you know, social life. You need to get, you
2: know, that's important. Church
0: life, keep it going. You know,
2: I read this thing. um, I'm reading this book that's really great right now, and it is Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Yes. And she talks about how connection is the ultimate human need.
0: Oh, so true.
2: Yeah. Which I, you know, it's one of those things that you read and you Mm -hmm. say to yourself, well, duh.
0: By the way, uh, everybody
2: knew that, except now you said it.
0: When you have bronchitis. There's one need that Trump's connection, sleep, oxygenation. Oh, okay, which I'm lacking. Breathing.
2: I think that's another term for it. Yeah. Okay.
0: I just liked a bigger word. (laughs) So you like this book by Brené because you're learning that you have to have connection. connection.
2: Yeah. Well, and it's just interesting because I think the majority of us we spend we, you know, we have these things that we're supposed to do with our life, and there's, uh, you know, first of all, your work, your career, and um, really right now I feel that America in general is kind of obsessed with the career. You know, oh, yeah. want to They're, get ahead. Yeah. It's
0: all about work. And, you know,
2: and it's not even you, I'm a college student and I can't even as a college student, just sit down and enjoy my education and yeah. be able to learn everything I can because it's constantly, what are you going to do at the end of the right. four years? What yeah. are how are you going to get a career? What yeah. internships are you going to get? How are you building your resume? And then, so in this career obsessed world where we also, we, Send our work emails to our phone. Oh, yeah. And we work after hours. Well, and, and and it's,
0: a, it's a sign that you're important because you have yeah, so many calls. Yeah, because you feel
2: good. And I yeah. mean, I even as a little kid, and I've said this on the show before, I thought of myself, you know, as being a successful person, it included wearing heels and having a Starbucks cup while walking busily down the street talking on the phone. Wow. Like, to me, that was just because of what I had seen on TV yeah. and what I had seen in yeah. the city growing up. By
0: the way, same thing Mike Pond thought.
2: Oh, yeah. We wearing heels. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but just seeing that, like, I equated that with successes because I saw these people; they just looked important. That's I mean, right. It looks cool. That's right. But uh, so combine that, and then combine the fitness obsession that America oh, also has. I um, hate that one. Fitness obsession. I mean, you need to go to the gym at least for yeah. an hour every day, mm-hmm. right? And then, um, so on top of that, and then commuting, which seems to take up most. Yeah. Americans have a lot of time commuting. Um, sleeping. You gotta get your beauty sleep. You gotta get dinner. your beauty sleep. Uh, yeah. Lasix. Different. And then you need to be social on top of that. And then usually you have a family too. Oh yeah. So it's just between all of that, but we put so much emphasis on the work, the, you know, the drive, the possessions, keeping your house clean, keeping, I mean, just look at Pinterest for a minute and you realize that obviously it's more important to uh, cook cool things and to have a cute looking house. And then, so that's kind of where the priorities go. Socially speaking is that you have your work, you have your fitness, you have your house, you have your car, you have your um, outfits, you have your food. Okay. And then See, after that, you my have heart human rate's connection. Going up.
0: That's just death right yeah, there.
2: <laughs> exactly. But then after all of those things. Then we
0: connect with someone.
2: We, you know, if you do all of those things, you don't have time to connect with people. And so we're basically ignoring the greatest human need.
0: See, or are we, ever. what we're doing is we're we're um it's a counterfeit so we're trying to fill the void with Exa- all this yeah. other junk you know it's, it doesn't a, matter it's
2: an avoidance a kind of floodlight if you floodlight yourself with all this other mm-hmm. busyness then you can ignore the fact that maybe you aren't feeling comfortable with people or you're not feeling like you're able to be vulnerable yeah. or maybe you're not feeling like you're a perfect mom or dad or yeah. you know you don't have the kind of dating life that you want and if you can Wish yourself through life as fast as you can, then maybe that will, you know, fall to the wayside.
0: Then, it'll, yeah. Then, but the fact is, yeah, it
2: won't, because no. human connection is the greatest need that we have. Well,
0: and you're when you're in the floodlight, you think it's a floodlight, and it's just totally encompassing you. But really, it's a semi truck, and you're about to get hit. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds gross, but and then you're t bound, and it's all So T-boned I hope you've got, you know,
2: over. listeners. They're now deer in the headlights. Yeah. You gotta move.
0: But there's that warm, stunning moment where you're like, light. Pretty light. Pretty glistening. Ha, ha. Yeah.
2: I know. And we we talked a little bit last week about not defining yourself by a career. I read this great article about how this person had done that. They had spent so much time doing work and being really, really busy. And then all of a sudden they realized that their life wasn't what they wanted it to be because they weren't very happy, scaled back, and focused on what was most important.
0: Uh, See, but that's that's hard to turn that off. And where
2: do you start? Yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. How do you how do you begin that process? Who even well, knows? I
0: actually have a guy that's hit the wall. You, everyone has to pretty much hit a wall to then decide that that's
2: it's true. I was reading um, a few months ago about burnout and how women experience burnout. So often that it's becoming like this yeah. crisis. They, they have to take time off work and you have yeah. to, you know, like... And recuperate, yeah. Recuperate, it's, yeah. If we can avoid the burnout, that would be best.
0: Well, and then the, maybe the burnout is... Um, remember the whole, we're climbing the ladder of success one rung at a time and we find out the ladder's against the wrong wall. Yes. So the burnout is because you're exerting all this energy that doesn't create new energy in you. Mm-hmm. It just saps your energy. Like some people aren't meant... To make the perfect looking meal that they could pin on Pinterest.
2: No, it's true. You know, some and just I need a burrito. No people. You know do what I mean? You
0: just throw it in the microwave. I know. Two and a half minutes later, boom. Yeah. Heaven. And,
2: you know, I might be one of those people, I love to make food.
0: I love it. Pretty food. To make, oh, you do. See? Yeah. see so, see. but that would actually energize you.
2: But yeah, it does. But, um... I love to other eat things, pretty food. You know, I am an active person. But lifting weights, no. I just like no way. Yeah. I don't even want to. Right. I'll just you know I'll do my thirty minutes on the elliptical and get out of there. Yeah. You know. But see, yeah, so, I mean, that
0: see you would probably go. After, see, it doesn't energize me. But a good movie.
2: Oh, good movie. I do many things to get to a good
0: movie. Would you lift weights? Not that Possibly. Much. See? There's always a way around it. <laughs> there is. Uh, work-life balance. So you've done a lot of work on this. Um, tell me really quickly about that new Barbie doll you got. There
2: is Yes. And we were saying that America is obsessed with <laughs> careers. And, uh, you know, in fact, they're now feeding that to our children. A new Barbie came out. And, is it uh, uh
0: is it the bruiser Barbie that's like a kickboxer?
2: No. And you know, Barbie has had over hundred and fifty careers. So it's kind of you know, I used to have like a, a mom Barbie and yeah. I had an ice skater Barbie. Let's just say and, that
0: Barbie doesn't quite you know, know what she wants to be with. Exactly. She grows up. So
2: Barbie has done a lot of stuff and uh but the interesting thing is that By the way, G. I Joe,
0: no, one job. It's true. G I Got it down. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. But Barbie has, you know, evolved. And the newest Barbie is Entrepreneur Barbie.
0: So she's She just... wears
2: cute little dress and heels. And the interesting thing is that she has a iPad and a phone. Oh, Those wow. are her accessories.
0: Well, that's what accessorizes an entrepreneur.
2: Obviously. And so, an you know, your little girls can- in- Yeah. You know, have Barbie making important calls and aren't, aren't, overdosing on technology. That's aren't great.
0: some entrepreneurs, don't some entrepreneurs wear flats?
2: You would think so because I feel like it would take some, you know, groundwork. Yeah, but,
0: like at some point you, know, you to just go do some research. The cute pink
2: dress might eventually be But maybe if you're
0: Barbie and your foot and was formed the way Barbie's is,
2: well then heels you'd would have to wear sense. a heel <laughs>
0: because you couldn't get a flat on that no. foot.
2: So, you know, on one hand it's great that we're, you know, reflecting the fact that – uh Women are having lots of businesses, yeah, which I'm that. so for that. That's totally. awesome, and that you know, little girls have you know their Barbie can do that yeah. too. But at the same time, we're kind of glorifying the idea of being you know, completely connected busy, to your technology, driven. being yeah. busy, being
0: That's caught up
2: in that. So yeah, it is an interesting. <sighs> development. We keep doing.
0: It. We keep pushing, maybe a, an out of balance. Concept by just, you know, the entrepreneurial Barbie. Just get her some technology and some hills. Boom, there you go. Uh, we're gonna take a break. We're talking work-life balance here on the Matt Townsend show. Again, our goal is to give you some tools, some ideas on how to create the good life. Today, the good life is a balance between work and life. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to us on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, we're talking about work-life balance. Who better to teach us about work-life balance than our our newest married member of the team, Jessica Black Littlefield? Yep. Is it Littlefield?
3: It's Littlefield.
0: That's cute. I was thinking Littleton. I uh, just
3: feel like a little housewife whenever someone says that. I know, but see,
0: you're not a little housewife. You're uh, you're a, a, a working. Uh what do we call you here producer? yeah, you're a student I anchor you're an anchor, yeah, on t v
3: crazy you're yeah.
0: crazy busy,
3: yeah, and, and I clean the house, do you really? <laughs> I clean house
0: you clean like a boss well let's let's not call it a house
3: <laughs> well, it's a house cleaner room okay, it's with about a, the size of a room <laughs>
0: with a tiny kitchen you clean a kitchenette and a room my
3: kitchen is bigger than my bedroom and living room.
0: Oh, so wow. <laughs> It's awkward. It's a home.
3: Small house. It's a home.
0: So you've been doing research uh, about right. things that highly productive people do. So if we're yeah. going to try to create a life balance, one thing we could do is maybe just get more productive.
3: And things that they do differently. They, like a lot yeah. of people do these things, yeah. but you got to do it a little bit differently.
0: Okay. So what do they do? What are some of the examples?
3: <laughs> the first thing the first thing listed is take a break.
0: <laughs> well, I like that one. Yeah,
3: me too. We're starting off on a Number good Number one, put, right? they take
0: breaks. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't just work all day.
3: Yeah. So... It's it's important to rejuvenate. You can't work yourself to death. You got to right. take breaks. Okay. The next one is set a timer. I really like this one I because like timers. you're racing the clock yeah. and then you get done faster. Yeah. Move on. Let's help motivate go our go kids. We're going
0: to set a timer. We always make it a competition.
3: <laughs> My older siblings did that to me all the time. <laughs> did it work? Yeah. It, See, well, you, until I like, you grew up the fifth time. And yeah. then I was like, you're wait like, a second. I don't want that. <laughs> okay. Um, Eliminate all distractions, which is basically impossible, but yeah. do as much as you can.
0: Right. So just stay focused.
3: Say eliminate no Facebook. Some of your
0: distractions. No
3: phone. Yeah. You turn your phone off. That's that's yeah. a good one. Except keep one tab up on your browser.
0: <laughs> oh really? Is that what you do?
3: Well, I should do that. <laughs> That's what the smart thing to do would be. That's a
0: very smart thing. I, 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 don't, I, I don't. I'm do not
3: that. highly effective. No,
0: you're all right. Productive. You're close. What else? What Thanks. else could we do? Productivity.
3: I I love what you do. I love that one.
0: You love Thank you. I love what you do. What was that? Yeah.
3: So, oh, yeah.
0: You're saying something else. <laughs> you're saying we should love what we do.
3: Yeah. Don't just.
0: So productive people love what they're doing. So it's not like a chore. It's not a exactly. task. Like, like a I love my job. I love this yeah. job. Do you really?
3: Yeah. Like I'm on Pinterest anyways, I'm going to go find something on productivity and then bring it in here. That's what I do. And I love it. And you
0: call that research.: <laughs>
3: Yes. Yeah. Merritt's on his.: We call it social media. <laughs> She's on the research sites, and I go
0: to. Merritt actually reads articles written by academics, yeah. and you go to Pinterest and find a top 50 list.: A
3: little picture.
0: Yeah. OK, well, they're, <laughs> they're pretty, good. They're, they're very close. These are certain. good. They are. These they are. are good.
3: And if you do these, I promise you will. you'll
0: win. be more productive.:
3: um, Just start. I think yeah, sometimes I like the that. hardest thing is starting. Just get started. You need just a little momentum.
0: Just get it. going. Yeah. Go Nike. I like that. Just do it. Yeah.
3: Um, everyone has a certain time of the day in which they're more productive than others. Mine about Find three a.m. Shut up. I, true,
0: but I sleep right it's through
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And that's your problem. That's my isn't? most
0: productive moment. And then I sometimes I'll wake up because I'll be coughing now, <laughs> and then I'm up at three, and then I just start sending emails to people.
3: That's funny just it's annoying everybody pathetic. you're it's so pathetic. sweet well thank you you're such a hard worker at 3. oh yeah
0: at 3 a.m yeah then i can't get up in the morning
3: <laughs> mine is in the morning mine's not in the afternoon there's a decline yeah Slow by decline. the way
0: did you notice what time our show starts
3: <laughs> three
0: we, we have an afternoon show right in the middle of your least productive time that's kind of sad
3: moving on so this is another thing um keep a notebook and pen on hand Let's take little notes. That's good. That's a great Especially idea. Especially as work life balance, yeah. you need to be writing things down. Oh, yeah. Just there's so you remember. Things constantly going. Yeah. Um, write out a to do list every day. I like that one. Do you? I'm one of those list people. That's a good idea. You have, because there's so many things going on in your mind of the next couple weeks. Yeah. Just do that day, one day at a time. I like that. Um, get plenty of sleep, exercise. Mm hmm. Sometimes people think that exercise takes away time because obviously it takes. No, it time to adds it. time to your life. But you are more productive and you focus better. I like. to. I went running this morning, and that's you, why I got this list.
0: Did you really? See that's great. <laughs> I like to exercise. I wouldn't have done it otherwise. While, and clean the house while I'm exercising. <laughs>
3: Please so give me a visual. I, I just run around. I would love to see this.
0: <laughs> I do sit-ups. I'll get on the ground and lift my clothes up, but I'll do, like, what do they call them, like, ab workouts.
3: No, that is a post we need to see on uh, Facebook. And I usually make turn Make a little on, video. Yeah. Show us. I
0: turn on some music from Julie Andrews while I
3: do it. <laughs> oh, beautiful.
0: That's wonderful. I would
3: love to see that. So I'm adding that to that yeah, list. Yeah, put that on. The, make that 51, 51. production things. Okay, another thing is organize your office. This is huge for me. I need it clean. If I see clean things, then I'm good. Do you ever just spend time organizing?
0: Oops. Do you ever just spend time organizing? So yes. instead of actually doing your work, you're actually just organizing, getting ready to do your work.
3: No, I just that's me procrastinating. It doesn't take very long because I keep it organized.
0: Oh, see, yeah, I don't. That's interesting. Mine's <laughs> that's always why messy. I'm more
3: productive than you. That's true. <laughs> just yeah. I'm not.
0: You know what? Number one should be get an assistant. See, I have an assistant. Oh, okay. That assists me.
3: I'm a college student.
0: yeah but you're married you just have a husband now Now oh no he doesn't
3: he doesn't do that
0: okay
3: i do that for him
0: give us your top two favorite that are left
3: okay um let's see learn to say no no yes say no no yes (laughs) What? okay anyways and then um this is one that i've used a lot learn to speed read that's that's big for me.
0: Whatever it
3: is for college. You
0: don't speed read.
3: Yes, I do, and it's great.
0: You just use Pinterest. It lists. takes so that's much not less speed time. Reading.
3: That's con- that's condensed okay. things, and and I'm sorry, but they it works for me. I get by great at college.
0: That's great. I told I need my to mom learn today. Speed read. There's a lot of ways. In fact, we may have you you know, pepper some more of those throughout the Good. show. So Yeah, you get there's ready.
3: lots. There's a lot.
0: But I know this is your downtime when you normally aren't very productive, so if you could just <laughs> hang I with us. Notes.
3: I take notes. We still have
0: an hour and a half of the show, so okay. just push through it. Okay. <laughs> Don't go take a nap. I've heard what you do. You go back, you take a nap.
3: I'm on Pinterest looking for content. Why
0: is your face on your keyboard?
3: <laughs> because.
0: Don't lie to that's me. That's
3: one of the things on my list.
0: Put your face on keyboard. <laughs> um, good work, Jess. Thanks. You did it again. Proud of you. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be joined by Susan Peterson. She was a guest on the uh, the cable show Shark Tank. Is that cable? It might even be. I don't know. Shark Tank's the name of the show where you go pitch your ideas of an entrepreneurial opportunity, and you have investors that uh, you know that decide if your idea is worth it. By the way, her idea got picked up. She's now creating Life Balance, running a business and a family. She's going to tell us her story. Susan Peterson next. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on BYU Radio. back everybody to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, we are talking about, you know, a doozy of a topic. It's something that impacts all of us. We all are working right. And we're trying to have a life and somehow we've got to figure out how to have a work life balance. So we're bringing in somebody not just that talks about it, but that's actually done it. She's not just out there teaching it. She's got a full fledged thriving business selling moccasins. You would think You know, that would have been, you know, old school. Who's using moccasins anymore? Well, our guest, Susan Peterson's making big money on it. Well, and I don't know. I don't want to put words in her mouth. But she's the owner of the company Freshly Picked, which is a baby moccasins company. You may have seen her as she appeared on Shark Tank, uh, ABC's uh, show where entrepreneurs take their business ideas to some investors And then they have to kind of uh, do a little, you know, dance routine number to show them how wonderful their idea is. And it just so happens that Susan Peterson's idea was so well-liked. She was picked up. They gave her money. They loved her. And now she's building a huge empire in the moccasin world, and she's running a business and has figured out some ideas on creating this work-life balance. Susan, welcome to The Matt Townsend Show.
5: Thank you for having me.
0: Is this fun or what? You're big league now.
5: Well, I'm just super excited to be here. You're,
0: well, this, this is, is why I did everything so I could there, be on the Mountain t- yeah, is that show. all you wanted. Oh yeah. my heck! I've arrived. You need a life, young lady. <laughs> I um, Shark Tank's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. But I sit there I every time and I think I would never dare do that.
5: I actually can't watch it anymore.
0: Does it make you nervous?
5: Yeah, I get like these
0: like heart palpitations. What's
5: it called? Post-traumatic stress disorder.
0: <laughs> Was it that traumatic? Uh,
5: no, like the actual like being in the filming is not scary. But the production process is really intimidating. Oh,
0: is it really? Yeah. Like, what about it?
5: Well, you know, like, like I'm trying to think of my NDA that I signed. Um, oh, you had
0: to sign a disclosure <laughs> yeah. that they're not, there's certain things you can't say yeah. about it.
5: Um, well, it's,
0: it's intense. It's
5: first a television show that's watched by 8 million people and yeah. second a closed door investor meeting that you wouldn't want 8 million people to watch. Really?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Huh?
5: And the television part is they really want raw emotion, yeah. and so they kind of try to put you in these situations that make you kind yeah, of... Nervous. Like, yeah, intense. nervous. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then they, they throw all these curveballs at you.
5: Well, they just throw you out to the sharks. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Literally. And then
0: they just like to see you try to swim.
5: Yeah, yeah. With
0: a bunch of think sharks nibbling at you. Yes. I didn't even think of like the business side. So they're they're... They already have a ton of research on you.
5: Yeah. Well, no, the sharks don't know. No, but the,
0: the, the, the company show. the show knows. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's an it's it's a fascinating process. But
0: nobody died.
5: No, and I, you know, I would do it again. Would you really? Yeah, 100%. It was awesome.
0: Well, you did a great job. So I, tell us the story. So you you've had the moccasin yes, company yes, forever. Yes. Now, was that like handed down from ancient yeah. family members who <laughs> were professional moccasin makers?
5: No, when my son was born, I wanted this type of a shoe. You
0: needed a shoe that didn't exist.
5: Right. And so I had a bag of scrap leather that I'd gotten from a yard sale, and I was already sewing and putting stuff online. And I. Like moccasins? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I was making dresses and baby bags and jackets, and just I was kind of trying whatever. And then um, I wanted this shoe for my son. And so I made so, it. Yeah,
0: you grabbed his foot. You fit, yeah. you did a fitting. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. yeah, exactly. Get over here by the machine. I sewed around him. <laughs> it's safe. How old
0: was he, by the way?
5: He was like six months old. So you need
0: a little baby moccasin. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. And then uh, and then my immediate friends were interested. And but those
0: I, are hot. Those are nice.
5: Yeah, yeah. Everyone seems like it. What we started with is slightly different than what we sell now. Yeah. But when you know you when you're in the baby market, you really have to be conscious of like all the testing that goes on. Yeah, safety, make sure your stuff's not going to wear
0: off, that it doesn't have, I don't know, uh, horrible chemicals in it. Chemicals, yeah. Yeah.
5: And pieces that had come off, choking hazards. It's scary, actually. Yeah. (laughs) So we now have a product that meets the safety guidelines. So it's probably
0: just like a sock hmm yeah. That have existed forever. <laughs> now that it's so benign. It's just, just a Just reinvented the wheel. Made of leather. <laughs> so, so you were already working. Were you thinking this is going to be a business? Is that the whole time you were sewing stuff to build um, a business? Or were you just mm-hmm. like trying to meet a need?
5: Well, yeah. Initially, I was trying to meet a need. And then... Uh, and you're
0: like, this is money. And, and this then can when make it took money. off,
5: yeah. But you know what? Like... I've been doing this for f- almost five years now, five years really? in September. And so people think, oh, you're on fire. You're so hot. But no. I'm telling you, it's been a five-year yeah. day-in, day-out hustle. Well, that's
0: it. That's, they think yeah. you're all yeah, yeah, fresh, but you're worn out. Not You yeah. don't look worn out So at
5: tired. All. <laughs> you're just
0: like, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. So um, what happened? Then you started getting all the friends that start ordering. Uh-huh. You get this idea. Maybe we'll get two colors, mm-hmm. suede and Black biker leather.
5: Right. <laughs> For the biker babes. For the
0: biker babes.
5: Um, well a lot of our a lot of our colors and pieces that we came out with were user driven. Like mom okay. would say, I want this, so I'd buy a hide for that, and yeah. I would just make it more. Um, and now we actually try to do a seasonal. We do two seasonal lines a year. We do a spring line and a fall line.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm looking at them right here. You've got this. Is what's so great? You have camo.
5: And, oh, and that camo is a custom print. If you look, there's an FP actually wow. in the camo. Yeah, we had it custom printed.
0: Look at you! Like you could have just pulled any camo off the shelf, but you're like, yeah. no, I want to customize FP. Custom print. Yeah. For freshly picked camo. Yeah,
5: freshly picked. Uh,
0: Do a lot of kids need camo?
5: Uh, I guess it's just more of a fashion thing. you wouldn't even know who's wearing camo because you can't see them.
0: Good point. Yeah, especially (laughs) out in the brush.
5: Everyone's wearing camo, Matt.
0: (laughs) But these are way cute. Leather of all colors, even shiny leather. Yeah. Can you make these for adults? Because our producer, Mike Pond, I'm sure would love a pair.
5: They wouldn't be that cute.
0: Well, on Mike, you know they how might.
5: like those footy pajamas are super cute on oh, kids, totally. and then yeah. you put them on adults, and they're just yeah, that's no, true. it's the same kind of thing. It is. It's or a baby onesie on a man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's not no, cute. it's not even cute anymore. Is it? It's like look at that pooch. Well, He's got the same belly as the baby, yeah. but he just doesn't look as cute <laughs> in the something onesie. Um, something
5: about the beard and the bald head.
0: It, it's something weird about that. But you have so you make a whole new line. This starts taking off. You say I need some money to go big league. Yeah. Did you are you a business person inherently like No. So Um
5: I call it intuitive business yeah. businesswoman, yeah. but um
0: You're like a whisperer. You're like a business. <laughs> what whisperer. that just
5: means is that I didn't go to business school and I just kind of but, F- fall backwards into a lot of stuff. Which and, is
0: probably most business people, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Really. I mean, most people, business people aren't going to business.
5: Well, but. it's just like being a parent, right? Yeah. You call you just it intuitive it. parenting. Right.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> you didn't go take human development classes. Right. yeah. I From actually until did. Until you have your but, own
5: screaming baby. Yeah. Then you know, need to figure it out. Yeah. You figure it it's out. It's like, yeah. oh,
0: it's just colic. Let's just give her a hug.
5: So no, I didn't go to business. But we, uh, this last summer, we decided we were going to, I have a board. And we d- we needed money to invest in our um, inventory.
0: Yeah, and Cause so it gets expensive. It gets expensive. Yeah, and you can't make money unless you have inventory.
5: Well, and and all uh, if you're if you're doing apparel or shoes like I'm doing, you're two seasons out. Yeah. So we're investing in the spring of next year.
0: Yeah, and so you won't get any money no till next year. Till next year, so you need to be floating right. money. Yeah. yeah,
5: floating. So um, we were gonna do so I so. And and on my list of things to do last year was go on Shark Tank. I just wrote it down.
0: Did you say, oh, oh get on Shark Tank? <laughs> it was. Just threw that out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, it would have been easier if you just said, get Make on the Matt Townsend show. my bed every day.
5: Show. Oh, it, that was right that under was, Shark was Tank, yeah. Because that would have been... Actually, I, that was first. So Shark was Tank it? was my vehicle oh, to get That's on the Matt. That's how mat. you got here. Yeah. Well, you know, there's many roads.
0: <laughs> many roads to the Matt Townsend show. <laughs> That's funny. So you actually it, had it as a goal. Yeah. Did it seem far-fetched?
5: Um No, but I think because... um. Uh, I, I was watching the show every day. So, you know, like you listen to someone's music every day, you yeah. feel like, you know, the yeah, artist, right?
0: Like, you or know, share,
5: you see Jennifer Aniston out in public, yeah. you're like, You've Hey, gotten me through so many breakups. <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> We're yeah. best friends. Yeah. And then she just thinks you're a creep. Right. Yeah.
5: So it didn't seem fetched. Um, and it actually, the process for me wasn't hard. I know for a lot of people it's tricky and hard to get on, but yeah. for us it was pretty easy. Um, mm-hmm. and we just applied. We got on.
0: Well, you're like fearless. No. Was there fear stupid. there? <laughs> you're stupid. I was going to say that. That seemed very – you're, like, stupid. But you just it, – it's almost like you didn't know you, that, you know, you couldn't fail. I mean, that's no. the worst thing that happens. You no. just don't get accepted. To yeah,
5: or people. or you go on and you fail in front of 8 million people.
0: Yeah, well, what's – I mean, come on. Right. We we'll still sell moccasins. <laughs> right. right. People are still going to say, oh, those yeah. are cute.
5: Yeah, exactly. So
0: you did it. You got, you got on. Uh-huh. They're vetting you like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You get on and what happens?
5: Um like the actual show yeah. when we film. Yeah. Um
0: that you can tell us legally. <laughs> I
5: know I'm thinking. Well, first of all, like everyone at Shark the whole um the whole production crew is amazing to work with. I mean everyone just wants the entrepreneur to
0: succeed. They just love you.
5: Yeah. Well and they you feel that they're just supportive of every entrepreneur that goes out
0: there. That's awesome.
5: Um and they Is that
0: what you have to say because of the NDA?
5: No. Okay,
0: go ahead. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> they're fantastic.
5: They're awesome. Um, but my producer that I worked with was he's special. He's a really nice guy. Is he? And he you know, reality television is and I don't feel like I this is just my observation is every person's playing a role. Yeah. Cuz they're yeah. trying to make it interesting. Exactly. Right. And so I have this great story. I work my business, you know, intuitive business.
0: Yeah. Did you <laughs> work that into your pitch? No.
5: Uh, I, I tried to be really unassuming. It was what I tried to go. That was the angle I went for. It's just I'm a, just a mom from Provo, just sewing moccasins. And then I was able to drop. They, they came out and they're like, oh, who's this lady? And then yeah. I was able to drop my numbers and they were impressed.
0: And the numbers were impressive yeah. enough that they're like, yeah, you need some inventory and you need yeah. some backing. Yeah. And they loved you.
5: They they yeah, I got a good edit.
0: Did you bat your eyes and flip your hair? <laughs> I'm just a mom from Provo.
5: That's how intuitive Producing business like four hundred percent growth and
0: that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. An ROI of three hundred percent. so then they're like, did they fight for you? Did they start uh, n- was there a bidding war? That's no, always
5: fun to Oh no, we didn't we didn't get that
0: Because um. it seems like certain people on the <laughs> on the shark tank, mm-hmm. some of them would be better suited for moccasin cells.
5: Yeah, I mean, I went in – we went in with a plan. Damon was our ideal shark. Yeah. He was um, the one, and we, we had – okay, well, we'd be willing to, to do this for this and this. We, yeah, you we knew the percentage you'd give. uh-huh yeah. and then – um I was also interested in Mark or Lori if Damon wasn't interested, but Mark and Lori just both dropped out. So what's
0: Damon's background?
5: <laughs> um, he created the clothing line FUBU.
0: Yeah, yeah, huge,
5: worth two hundred fifty million. So
0: you you're sitting there the whole time thinking, I just want FUBU's <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> yeah. I want I want him because yeah. he's gonna he knows how to merchandise yes. and get the stuff out yes. there. Yes,
5: yes, and he has channels for distributing. That's
0: humongous. Yeah. So did he bite immediately?
5: Um, he held back. I didn't know if he was going to be interested. He held back. And then, um, when everyone else went out, he was, he came forward.
0: And then he's like, cause he wants some moccasins with FUBU all yeah, over
5: Yeah, FUBU mocks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did he make any FUBU mocks? <laughs> no. How cool would that be though? It would
5: be cool. But I don't think FUBU doing children's anymore. I think it's mainly yeah. men's. It,
0: it probably is. Yeah. But he could maybe, you know, it's never too late.
5: Right. Exactly. So then he
0: throws his money in. You, uh-huh. you negotiate. You got exactly what you wanted though.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Then what? Then I guess you smile, you hug at the end, yeah. and now you're a business partner?
5: Yeah, now we're a business partner. So then you go through a series of due diligence
0: to yeah. make sure it's all, it's all go legit. It's all legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: And then we just start with. Is it together. really his money? Yeah, I think He's so.
0: really bringing his money to the game.
5: <laughs> Unless it's his grandma's or well, something. Well, I mean, it just seems like it just seems
0: like maybe ABC gives him some money.
5: Or, no, no, this these is are great. all. Independently, this is really their money. Wealthy. Yeah. I mean, like, but the the coolest thing about the show is that. You're not sitting across from someone who just got money handed. To
0: yeah, him. no, they all, they're they're no. real entrepreneurs. Like
5: Mark Cuban used to sell grocery bags door to door, like garbage sacks. Yeah. And so he, he's been on the other side yeah. of that rug. So
0: that's why your numbers did such great talking. They know if it's a good deal or not. Uh-huh. And they know if there's a market. Yeah.
5: So I think what struck a chord with them more than my numbers, because anyone can come out and say, oh, yeah, I'm selling yeah. this, I'm doing this, was um, my entrepreneurial story was what they Sold really them. yeah they really latched on that
0: just that you're a mom that had a need you see the need you talk to your friends
5: um no like how i got my startup capital to start my business oh how did you so when i first started so leather is expensive yeah well good leather is expensive well, i
0: wouldn't know but yes
5: it's expensive yeah so i was already selling stuff but my husband's in school so we didn't have extra money yeah. kicking around right well and
0: You didn't go kill a cow, did
5: you? No, I tried, but (laughs) okay. Um, No, uh, so my brother, who owns a window installation business, uh, he—I convinced him one summer, the summer. So I started in September of two thousand and nine, and that in June I convinced him to give me all his old windows that he pulled off the houses, and I spent the whole summer in our backyard banging the glass out of those windows. Yeah, and then I took the aluminum at the end of the summer to the scrapyard, and I got two hundred bucks. And for, then, all aluminum, for all that aluminum. 200
0: al- bucks, which bought your first.
5: <laughs> which bought me a hide of leather and then I was able to sell all the moccasins from that hide of leather. Made about 40 pairs. And then I was able to just put my cash back into the business.
0: See, they love that, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a girl that will knock the glass out of <laughs> <laughs> aluminum windows. Right. That's exactly. You bought it. They, that, they just all hooked right in right then.
5: Yeah, so that that's, I think, I think that was, that spoke louder than my window, or my that's my numbers huge. to them.
0: Yeah. Which is just normal for some lady in Provo. I mean, they're all banging glass out of oh, windows. Oh, yeah.
5: Yeah, we're, we just like to bang glass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's huge. Okay, Susan, stick with us. Okay. Because when we come back, I want you to start teaching us because then all of a sudden you make, you have the money, now you got to go run this business and you have to figure out how to balance. Yeah. Because that's where it gets crazy. Susan Peterson is talking us from the website Freshly Picked, actually Freshly freshly dash picked. Well, we just
5: bought Freshly Picked, so it's sue so, to be Freshly Picked. I'm telling
0: you, you get a little money and then all of a sudden you're <laughs> buying every URL. Freshlypicked.com She's the moccasin maker, the moccasin um, whisperer. We're coming back. More with Susan Peterson. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, we are talking about work life balance, and we're bringing on a pro to do it. Yes, the moccasin whisperer from Shark Tank. Her name is Susan Peterson. I'm the shark, shark you're, whisperer. You're the shark whisperer. That's a better one. You're the shark whisperer. You were on the shark tank. They were circling, they smelled uh-huh. blood. Uh-huh. Not really. It wasn't yours, it was from the dead person that went before you. But, uh, Susan is from the website freshlypicked.com. Mm-hmm. And she's a moccasin maker. She just made cute little moccasins for her cute chubby little son's foot, uh-huh. and it turned into now this huge enterprise. Shark Tank picks you up. Yep. They invested how much? How much did they give? One hundred fifty k. One hundred and fifty grand. By the way, a lot of hide. Yeah, that's a lot of skin. That's a lot, a lot of skin $200. in the game.
5: Yeah, you know yeah, how that many... is a lot of skin in the game. Look at look <laughs> at how many
0: windows you would have had to break.
5: It would have taken me years. Years,
0: but see, they jump in, they see your story. But I would
5: have just hired people. No point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, of course, you just start throwing money at URLs and people, <laughs> all that stuff. Just like driving around in your Cadillac with your leather seats. A, no. Okay.
5: No. Your minivan. Yeah, minivan. With your leather seats to carry all
0: the moccasins. Yep. So then you start building the business. Yeah. So how do you? Go from just the cute little Provo mommy, uh-huh. making, just sewing some things here yeah. and there. Now you're running an enterprise, yeah. a business. Did so, it blow you away?
5: Um, well, it was, I mean, like I said, we've been at this almost yeah, five years. five years. So it started with one employee, and then we had added another one. And then my problem is, like most entrepreneurs, it's hard for me to let go. Mm-hmm. It's really Well, because hard. they
0: don't do it right.
5: Right. No one does it right.
0: Quite like you would do it right. Right.
5: It's like watching your spouse do the dishes, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. My wife, she,
0: she likes to watch me. We just never get that far. Oh. <laughs> I go really slow because it wears her out. And she's like, let me do it.
5: Um, so we we just hired slow. We were able to actually grow pretty slowly. That's great. Yeah, we had a slow growth. But, but it, did,
0: it, did that overwhelm you? I mean, did it all of a sudden, are you like... I can't trust anyone else to quite do it. So, I guess I have to run it.
5: No. I mean, you want it. You want to you want to run your business, yeah. but you have to be able to let go of you have I I, I I don't remember where I read this, but it's do what you do best and hire out the rest. You really yeah. have to just hire everything else out.
0: And be willing to, you know.
5: Let it go. Kind
0: of teach them the the overarching gui- guidelines, uh-huh. I guess, and then mm-hmm. let them deliver it.
5: Yeah. You have to allow people to make mistakes. Do
0: you believe in life-work balance? No. Do, do you believe that that concept exists? I think Why? it's a myth. I do too. Keep going.
5: Um, I just think that it's... Well, as a woman entrepreneur, I think it's something that some man made up to yeah. make us feel better well, they probably about sold a book. working outside of the house. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't I don't think it there look, there's no such thing as balance in anything. Right. Like if you're if if you're like a soccer player, you can't be a good forward and a good defender. Right,
0: you got to choose.
5: Right. And in life you can't do everything. See, you really can't. Oh,
0: but there's so many people that are like, "Oh, do not say that." Susan Peterson, <laughs> do not say you can't have everything, um, but you, you you can have what's important, but I, you can't have
5: no everything. You, you can't no, and this life is not. I I don't think life's set up yeah for you to have everything. You you can't. I think that um, for me, it comes down to a series of prioritized choices mm. that I make every day,
0: and a lot of those. So you kind of got to choose family, I guess, is a mm-hmm, prioritized choice mm-hmm. over. What? Maybe going to some shows to go show your moccasins and there's some shows you got to go to.
5: Well, so I have my non-negotiables yeah. and then I have my negotiables and then I have my fluff pieces, we'll call them. Wow.
0: So, okay, my so ne- what, are your nego- what are your non-negotiables?
5: My non-negotiables are my gym time in the morning. Really? Okay. Yes. My at least six hours of sleep. Wow, okay. Um, and then my scripture study.
0: That's kind of cool. So, Jim, whoever oh, he is. Oh, and then
5: also, <laughs> yeah, Jim <laughs> time in the morning. Um, and then also our family dinner time.
0: So, Jim, mm-hmm. um, workout...
5: Yeah, so workout. Oh, in the that morning. is Jim. Uh huh. Yeah,
0: Jim's not a man. Okay, Jim. <laughs> uh, scriptures. Uh huh. And what was your other one? Six oh, sleep. Hours Six of hours sleep. of sleep. And
5: then we do we do family dinner.
0: Family dinner. And
5: that's a no technology at the dinner table. Wow. And so those are my non negotiables.
0: No matter what, every day you're going to get that.
5: That's what I strive for. That's great. I don't. The thing is also, I think with work life balance, if you say, "Oh, I have to balance," otherwise. I'm not going to—then you set yourself up to fail yeah. because you can't do it. No, yeah. And so, I mean, but those things are things that you can build habits off of, right? Like Let's, you can build habit off of going to the gym every morning, reading your scriptures. Well,
0: each one of those or, seems like they rejuvenate you, too. Right. So each one of those seem to give you energy. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Your non-negotiables are energizers. Yeah. They're things that make you stronger.
5: Right, but then, but then you're able to give more of yourself to other yeah, people. I yeah. love that. And then my negotiables are I try to be home by six, and that should maybe be a non-negotiable. But yeah, you know I'm running a business, and but so if not,
0: you can get home at seven, and we'll right. have dinner at we seven. We have dinner, and...
5: yeah. And then um, I and then I try to eat right. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's negotiable. <laughs> right, sure. Like, right, sure, sure. Lean cuisine or uh...
5: Well, you just get in a couple green smoothies a week, and then you can have your chips yeah. and cookies, it's right? exactly...
0: <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, huh?
5: And then the rest are, I think, I think, you know, for me, it's, uh, I always, whenever you see on a, an airline where they say you got to put your yeah. mask yeah. on get first... Yeah, get your mask on. ...before you can help someone else, yeah. you have to make sure that you can take care of yourself before you can take care of a business right. or a family or a spouse. Um and so the gym. I don't. I mean,
0: that's life or death. Yeah,
5: for me, it's life or death. I'm not. I'm not in the best shape of anyone out there, but it really helps recharge me.
0: That's amazing. I mean, like that, that's your priority. That that's like I would have probably put sleep about. I don't know, ten hours. <laughs> Scriptures. I get put ten in there. hours of
5: sleep. In no, me.
0: I know, but that would be my non negotiable.
5: I feel like you think, oh, when I retire, I do that. But retired people don't get that much sleep No, do they? Fact, that's
0: the problem is we're going to all be sleeping like five hours anyway. <laughs> so let's not be doing it now. Right, what, yeah. are we crazy? Yeah. And then you have your fluff ones, which are just anything else oh, that gets like the Oh, like a
5: television show yeah. you might want to watch. Shark Tank. Shark Tank,
0: yeah. <laughs> you won't watch it anymore because you've got post-traumatic uh, stress.
5: No, I can't do it. I the door is open and the music starts yeah. and I'm like, turn uh, it
0: off. <laughs> it stresses me out and I've never even been on the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're <laughs> talking with Susan Peterson. She's going to... Come back and continue to enlighten us about, um, you know, maybe blowing up the work-life balance myth. I like the idea that you blew that up. No, sure, everyone's going to hate you. No one will hate me. That's real. But I think you're right. People don't hate me. No, how could they hate you? You won Shark Tank for crying out loud. (laughs) We're taking a break. We'll be right back. More strategies from Susan Peterson on uh, how to get, I guess, not the balance out of work and life, but how to prioritize, how to make sure your non-negotiables get met. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back. You're listening to Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, great topic, work-life balance. Do you believe in such a thing? Can you have it all in life? Well, we're talking to an entrepreneur that questions if you really can have it all. Her name, Susan Peterson. Her game, moccasins. Go to freshlypicked.com as her website. She has been on ABC Shark Tank. She took him to task. She won the whole deal and 150 grand and a partnership uh, to basically help her back this whole enterprise, right? Yeah, 150 grand buys a lot of moccasins. Yeah. And now, are you? I guess you're just barely. You're. Are you even sale? Uh, are you doing any sales of from the 150 grand yet? Mm-mm. So you're just you're you're starting to just, I guess, make designs, create the moccasins, get them ready to sell because it'll be next year.
5: Right. So we've just we're we uh, forecast and plan the whole year. Basically as if Shark Tank didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Or wouldn't happen. Because it's still like yeah, even yeah. when you film, there's a chance you might not make it to air. Right. Oh yeah. Especially with the Olympics this year it was kind of It got in the way. Right. Well they have four three or four less episodes to work with.
0: It, yeah, it would. Huh? Yeah. So you didn't even know No. Man. But it yours has it aired?
5: Yeah, it aired January twenty fourth.
0: So it's legit?
5: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm always legit. <laughs> <laughs> too legit, to yeah. Quit.
0: Too legit to quit. But we, as you were teaching us, yeah. <laughs> James is over there giving like a gangster sign or something. Do you know it? Uh, yeah, too I'm, legit yeah. to quit. Yeah, it's weird. you
5: forgot the second two. Too legit to okay. quit. Yeah. Okay, for those of you that aren't
0: uh, that are just <laughs> listening, they're doing hand signals. <laughs> it's, uh, it's hot rod. Is that is that is that yeah, the,
4: hot rod? Too legit to quit. Oh, quit. Quit. Yeah.
5: yeah. Wow!
4: Yeah. You see
0: how uncool I am.
5: <laughs> You're way cooler than both of us.
0: Well, okay.
5: Yeah. I mean, those headphones. Do you
0: like my headphones? <laughs> Mine are Rastafari <laughs> headphones. They are. They're amazing. I usually because I just barely cut my dreadlocks.
5: Oh. Yeah. So these I, look I cooler. You look skinnier. Dreadlocks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dreadlocks put on like 20 pounds, <laughs> like literally of like old, dirty, gross hair. It's bad. You just did a little gag reflex. Um, so Susan Peterson, here's the question. You, yeah. Let's go back because I think you may have ticked people off.
5: Oh, with the dreadlocks?
0: No. Oh. We have that too. I, <laughs> I ticked them off by saying it's just a bunch of dirty hair. Um, you're, you were saying you don't think we can have everything. Uh,
5: nope. I don't think that.
0: I think that, see, that is, that's real. That's so true.
5: Well, look, like I couldn't be like, well, I could, but I can't. I can't. I can't be like. I want to be Matt Townsend. Well, I want to have my own radio show. <laughs> you know what?
0: Take mine. Take mine.
5: <laughs> but and you couldn't say. No, I couldn't be Susan I, Peterson. I want to. I want to do. You could. I know. It, I couldn't. It'd, it'd a take moccasin. you a while. Yeah. And, but then you also couldn't do your radio show no. as well. And I think it's the same thing. Like you can't. I can't sit at home in the morning and watch cartoons with my kids. Yeah. Or. Or pick them up from school. Like I need to be running my business.
0: Well, and you can't be something like you can't be with your children right. and somewhere else. No. So if you have you have you have these competitive needs, right? You're gonna have to pick.
5: And I don't think that that's to say that you can't be a good mom. That's
0: exactly. See, that's the thing is we right. hang it on being a good mom. No. means being this. No. Or being and, a bad or mom not means that being this.
5: My ch- I feel like my children get a lot of me still mm-hmm. and. Um, but we've worked it out with our family where my husband stays home from work. He doesn't work now. He's a stay-at-home dad,
0: which is awesome. Yeah, really. And when you think about, because that's not permanent, your kids are going to get old enough right. that he's probably going to be chomping at the bit. Like, Okay, right. let give me something. Let me right. do
5: some. Right. Right. And you know, maybe it'll switch here in a couple of years, and mm-hmm. I'll go back to being at home, or you know, um, we'll work with it. But we we've and for us, we have to. Almost on a monthly basis, revisit.
0: So that's a key to success, yeah. though. If you want to, to me, and I, I always teach balance isn't nature doesn't try to balance itself daily. No. So it try it says, look, I'm going to balance it over time. So yeah. I'll do a season of winter. Yeah. And in the middle of winter, it seems really out of balance. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fall. I mean, so winter, spring, summer. So we go through all of them. You're just trying to balance. You say once a once a month, you get in and just evaluate how are we doing.
5: Yeah.
0: Is there, are we is this healthy? Yeah. It's smart because if you don't, you could go years before you realize your kids don't know you or your husband is going crazy or vice versa.
5: Well, and everyone, everyone's in a different season in life. You know, like when my babies were younger, I couldn't have, I couldn't have had an office outside the home. But not to say that people do it and they're fine and it works out great for them. But for me, it wasn't in the cards. It wouldn't have worked. Or no, nor did I work. I didn't. I didn't do my gym in the morning when my babies were younger. See, I was still, and that's a
0: non-negotiable. It's a
5: non-negotiable now. Yeah. And at the time, it was different. You know, I was yeah. in a different season in my life. That's and cool. so now we're in a season where uh, my husband can stay home and I can work outside the home and we, we make it work, but it's not easy. It's a Mm-mm. lot of work.
0: Which is why I guess you have to work it. Yeah. It's not like you just let it go and no. you've made the decision and I guess now we just go with it. No. I guess anybody could also shift back. So if it's not working, you can always shift back. You right. can go find another way to make it work.
5: Right, or add in more help or figure yeah. out a way to make well, it work. Well, it's
0: interesting. The more successful you get, the more opportunities to add in help. Right. or to. I mean, you could always take less of a salary and add yeah. in help. You know what I mean? There's yeah. other ways to yeah. compensate.
5: Well, have you heard that thing? You have as many hours in a day as Beyonce.
0: No, but why? <laughs>
5: because, And then <laughs> everyone gets mad and says, well, she has nannies and hairstylists yeah. and all these right. things. And I think... No, no. I saw her perform at Six Flags. You did? <laughs> a long time ago. And she worked her way. Yeah. Now she can.
0: She, she's got all that. Yeah. But right. she had,
5: you know, but I think like. Beyonce. <clears throat> well, you know, I have an affinity for Beyonce, but I think that's for another show, man. Well, I think honestly. a lot of people do.
0: <laughs> we can bring that up later, though. We'll, we'll go. We'll talk about that on but the
5: couch. But I think that um, you work really hard and then you have to get help. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You're not. I'm not a one woman show mm-hmm. at all. It's I have I have people that help me just get through my daily tasks and get me through my daily schedule. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, that's the only way I give me my vitamin shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <right?
5: laughs>
0: Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but what I think is cool about it, too, is you use your creative energy. It doesn't have to be perfect and it's not permanent. Right. So we'll just use our creative energy to mm-hmm. figure it out as we go. Right. And but the number one thing, know what matters most. Right, your family time, all that stuff mm-hmm. matters.
5: Yeah, and yeah. then we'll adjust. Well, and that's why I have my non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like these things. Also, so when when I I do a lot of goal setting, I told you that yeah. I. I wrote down, get on Shark Tank for Yeah, which last is year. amazing. Let's right. just get
0: on Shark Tank. <laughs> it's like, hey, go on a date with Beyonce and her husband.
5: Well, let's be realistic here, Matt. <laughs> well,
0: a guy can dream. <laughs> and her husband. <laughs> <laughs> and her husband. Just the three of us. I could go do some coaching. <laughs> How about that?
5: So I think that you have goals, like for me, going to the gym mm-hmm. every morning is like, it's a goal. It's non-negotiable, but it's also a goal for me. Yeah. But I feel like if you have these goals that you're achieving on a daily basis that seem small and incremental, but yeah. you're able to achieve them, you're able to like achieve bigger goals right? or even ones that are more complicated. Yeah. Like spending more time with your family. It's an awesome goal, but sometimes it gets complicated.
0: Right. Well, and see, it's like you getting, it's interesting how you throw scripture study, and six hours of sleep. Uh-huh. But each one of those increase your capacity. Right. right. The willpower is what the research shows is all willpower is is mental focus. Mm-hmm. So that's why by the end of the day, you have less willpower right. because your mental focus is, is dropping. It's waning. Okay, So if every one of these things grows your willpower mm-hmm. and then you're getting skilled and good because you're stretching yourself mm-hmm. as a mom or as a worker, as an owner of a business – you you get smarter, you get, and you're adapting and you're learning what works, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, holy cow, you're like the bomb. <laughs> you're you're starting to figure out how to run this twenty different ways. Yeah. But a lot of us just feel like, well, no, we made the decision, for, so let's just for whatever we're yeah. doing, and it can't change, mm-hmm. and it can't adapt, and it can't grow. Right. But yours is more like this thing that's flowing.
5: Yeah. So. Fluid. Fluid. Yes. Yeah.
0: You're fluid.
5: Well, you know, you look at it like a small company, right? Yeah. And they're fluid and they can mm-hmm. adapt quickly and large companies just can't. Um, and so I think it's like they set up this red tape and there's all these yeah. rules and they have a, like four attorneys on staff. And can we all agree we don't like attorneys unless you're an attorney? <laughs> then I love you.
0: Then you're the best. <laughs> unless you buy lots of moccasins.
5: We, yeah. <laughs> um, but but a, a small company – It's just kind of stupid and they just do stuff and it works out and they don't get in trouble. And, you know, you have that ask for permission instead of forgiveness mentality and you make it work. But I think that you could also look at your family as like a small company. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are things that my husband really excels at that I don't excel at. Yeah. And there are things I do well that he doesn't do well, but we can both adapt and yeah. be fluid and give each other support. And it's
0: and I guess too you then you work on your principles so mm-hmm. you know what matters, yeah, and you know the limits we won't cross. You yeah. know what's you know mm-hmm. you know where it, where it ends. What what are some other strategies you use because life you know this there's a weird culture and it yeah. seems like sometimes the culture of Business isn't always conducive to family. Like sacrifice at all costs. Yeah. Get out on the road and sell your wares and how do you stay balanced and maybe not buy into the culture of what Mm -hmm. everyone else is telling you to do? And how do you I mean, you got people now that have invested money in you that would love to see you at certain events. Yeah. And sometimes I bet you're telling a lot of people no.
5: Well, I feel like that's your strongest tool as an entrepreneur is the ability to say no. Yeah. And as a woman entrepreneur, your second strongest tool is to not feel like you have to explain your no. Yeah. Because women feel bad.
0: Yeah. Like I should have. Uh, or good, they say good women this would... is
5: this is why this is why I can't do that. Yeah. Um and to just be able to say no is very liberating. I try to say no more than I say yes.
0: Yeah, which makes you mean. <laughs> yes. But you said yes to our show.
5: Well, again, this was my goal. Yeah. I wrote this down for last year. Oh, that's right. Sorry.
0: Beyonce, Matt, <laughs> yes. Shark Tank. Yes, yes. Was I second or third? Or first. first? I was you You're first. first. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but all you roads finally lead made to it. Matt Town. Well, yeah, even Beyonce. <laughs> yes. I haven't seen that road from Beyonce yet. <laughs> um, but you, so you really do say no. Yeah. Can you think of something you said no to recently that you're like, that was pretty gutsy? Because I have a hard time saying no, unless it's to my kids. Then I say no all the time.
5: Well, I mean, there's there's always uh, this good exposure. Oh, yeah.
0: There's always this great opportunity. Right. You're that you do for honest. free. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Because you're going to get great exposure. Oh, yeah. Sure. Huge. And so anytime someone comes at me with the term great exposure, I yeah. tend to say no. That's great. Because I think, you know what? Like, I'm trying to feed my family. Yeah. We're trying to build a life. Right. And good exposure is great. Um, but i don't at this at no. this point in my business i can't work for good exposure. I need to work I for money. I love
0: that yeah, well, so filthy lucre
5: <laughs> I like to work well, for filthy lucre I think that they're just you just need to set up um you just need to that that's just become one of my things that I just say no, and then I also just say no sometimes even if there's money involved because it's not worth it,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you. The, what's great is you probably know what your limits are and what your numbers are in your head and mm-hmm. what matters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I do a lot of times. There's certain speeches I wouldn't normally go give, mm-hmm. but if I know that I can impact more people, right? Then and that's part of my mission. I'll I'll go do more people, right. For less, yeah. Just to be able to live my mission. So part right. of it is knowing what your mission is, your right? Purpose. Right. What What are you What are you learning about your mission? cuz your mission's um, not just moccasins.
5: No, like I feel like I've there the handmade community there's there's been a, a few people that have broken out and actually made a business out of what they're selling. like people make a business everyone's yeah. an entrepreneur but have actually taken the leap to try to make it into like, like a, a national like brand. full fledged yeah. brand national. Yeah. Hmm. And so I feel like I've paved the way for a lot of women entrepreneurs to who <clears throat> Sorry, who um who are trying to do that? And so I try to give my time to to those people that are that are coming up in that same way that I did, because Jeez. I feel like I didn't have any mentors. Um, I mean, last year was actually one of the hardest years that I've ever had because I tapped out my sand my sounding boards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like I, the people that I usually get advice from couldn't give me any more advice. Yeah, you
0: were you were above and beyond. Now you're right. a different ballpark.
5: Right, and so. I had a really lonely summer and I cried myself to sleep more times than I didn't. Really? Yeah, it was a really hard summer, but um I learned a lot. Like I learned more about my business in those 3 months than yeah. I did, you know, for probably the first 3 years I was in business. And then um I I at the end of the summer I brought on a board and then I started like seriously moving in a, in one direction. Um and I feel like it was kind of my do or die summer.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. Like you're, and then you're stretching as your business is stretching. Yeah. You're becoming a whole different human being. Right. What are you noticing um, and what do you see that the business is having to do with your family, your kids? How are they, I mean, what are your hopes and dreams of all of this when it comes to your family?
5: So that's a good question. So my... I come from a really long line of, like, strong women. Mm-hmm. My grandmother, um, she was a single mother when her youngest – she had four kids. Wow. She found herself a single mother when her youngest was two.
0: Yeah, back when they probably didn't have a no. lot of single moms well, raising.
5: Well, the options yeah, were limited. Totally. So she had her teaching certificate, and she went right to teaching school and had her kids in daycare most yeah. of the day, and she's teaching other people's kids. and, um, But she never – and this isn't for everyone and not the people who do get help. It's different. But she never had state assistance. She never took any help from anyone. She yeah. just did it. She, yeah. yeah. She, she just did it, you know. And um, my my mother, she just kind of made it work, too. They're just these strong really strong women and so I feel like they paved the way for me like I can't imagine that when my grandmother I mean I can't she didn't get remarried till she was 65 really and I can't imagine those lonely nights she's having four kids working all day with other kids and um I can't imagine that she was thinking, someday when my granddaughter starts her business, it's going to be easier for yeah. her because I did this. 20 years, 30 years, right? 40
0: years from now.
5: But it, but it is because yeah. I look at the decisions that she made in her life, and they make so many of my decisions easier. And so yeah. I hope that I can add my legacy to hers. That's
0: huge. Pioneer. That's like a pioneer story right there. Hers? Yes. Yeah. It yeah. really is. Like She's out there cutting edge. Mm-hmm. And now that DNA runs through you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Shark Tank. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, you're the best, Susan. This is way cool information. Question for you. Yes. Uh, where do you get like pink cows and blue cows for your moccasins? <laughs>
5: they grow them in Italy. You'd be surprised. Because those are like so
0: you, Everybody, go check out her website. <laughs> Thanks, Susan Matt. Peterson's her name. You're the best. You're, you're the best. Pioneer woman.
5: Thank you so much I mean, for having way. me. It's great.
0: Keep it up. And if you ever get into adult male moccasins, call mm-hmm. me. I'll what model. size are you? Model me. I'm a size nine and a half. There we go. Call me because honestly, I've got great ankles.
5: <laughs> That's what and I if heard. If you
0: need model, I got great ankles. They're a little weak. That's a I word on the street. All the <laughs>
5: blogs say. That's
0: right. Check out Matt's ankles. <laughs> Susan, you're the best. Appreciate you. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll see you probably on Home Shopping Network. Network. <laughs> Are you going to do that? Have they pitched no. you yet?
5: No, I don't. think When
0: we'll you're do on that. that, though, call me. Okay. Because I'll go with you. Okay. I really, I'm a great pitch man. Okay. Okay, we'll awesome. do it together good stuff thanks Susan Uh, everybody go check out our website freshlypicked.com again you can get iced mint moccasins cute as can be Uh, and plus just a great story and change in the world and really I think restructuring what life balance looks like Um, everyone's working so maybe it really is more life balance instead of just work life this is the Matt Townsend show we'll take a break we'll be right back thanks for joining us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU radio Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, we're talking work-life balance, and it's hard. You know, you get caught up in all this money and the need for money, and then we get caught up in work because that's where you get the money, and then we buy a house, and if you buy a house, you ought to have a car, and then if you have a car, you got to get a kid, and then a kid and a car and a house means gas, and then you got to mow your lawn, so you need a lawn mower. All of it takes money. So our own Merritt meekham has been researching this obsession we have have. with money.
2: Yeah. um, This segment, I was just um, reading some random things, and I found this really interesting quote. It was um, by a guy named Sam Polk, and he wrote an article in the New York Times called For the Love of Money.
0: For the Love of Money. Yeah,
2: and it kind of just chronicled um, how he had been uh, this young, successful guy on Wall Street and was earning loads. Um, it was a great quote from him. He says, In my last year on Wall Street, my bonus was $3.6 million, And I was angry because it wasn't big enough. I was oh 30 goodness. years old, had no children to raise, no debts to pay, no philanthropic goal in mind. I wanted more money for exactly the same reason an alcoholic needs another drink. I was addicted. Wow. Yeah. And so he kind of goes on to say that he had been... um a Very addictive personality all through his life, and that when he was in college, he kind of did it all. He did alcohol, he did drugs, he did, um, he was a pot smoker, like it just everything. did it all, yeah. But, um, eventually he decided he wanted to get to Wall Street, and so he quit all of that and got to Wall Street, and um was obviously very successful. He basically was a millionaire by the time yeah. he was 25.
0: 3.6 million dollar yeah. bonus.
2: And that was not enough.
0: What a loser. Yeah,
2: and so he um was you know, just living this life that he thought was fine until one day he realized that uh his at, at some point he was in with a business meeting with one of his bosses and they thought that they should it was some new regulation, and he knew that it would be better for the system as a whole, better for all of the employees of this company if they didn't do this certain thing. However, if they did do it, then the people who were higher up would get more money than they already had. Oh, and he interesting. kind of voiced that during the meeting, and everybody was like, Now we'll just do whatever's best for us. And that kind of hit him that oh, my goodness, I'm totally in this world where people care about money more than anything else. And he says he literally went through a withdrawal. He decided he wasn't going to be addicted to money anymore. Um, He said he would wake up at nights completely panicked about running out of money. Um, He would...
0: He was the going through withdrawal. Look
2: through headlines to see if people had been promoted or if they gotten more money from. He would buy lottery tickets just in case.
6: Uh-uh. And
2: yeah, and so he went through this withdrawal period and eventually had to get over it. But this Man. article kind of brought attention to the fact that money addiction kind of is a real thing, and it was. Um,
0: well, then we justify, and some of us don't. That that's somebody that's super wealthy. Oh yeah, definitely. But you could be poor with a money addiction.
2: Yeah, and, and just be um, so
0: obsessed about money.
2: Yeah, and this is, I mean, money addiction was first kind of categorized,
0: like categorized
2: you know, yeah. in 1830s. And uh, more recently, um, Stanton Peel, who's a psychotherapist, um, defined it as wealth, wealth addiction describes a society where all meaning and social status are derived from the accumulation of wealth.
0: Oh, interesting. And
2: that's very interesting because I feel like that describes our society very totally. well.
0: And then that just perpetuates... The need to work. Yeah. The justification that work matters more than family. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And
2: it, it's just, you know, it eats away at you when you think that your your entire worth yeah. is yeah.
0: from money instead yeah.
2: of in you being a,
0: just a great you know, person, a person of value. Son being of enough. God. That's huge. Yeah.
2: Um, and, you know, money has been very kind of an interesting topic through psychology for a really long time. Freud linked money to self-control and independence, but more recently it has been less about, you know, self-control and independence and more about the fact that it's your social status. Yeah, you're better than everyone Um, because you have money. Yeah, and it also represents things like comfort and safety, but even power and uh, attractiveness.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: and if you think maybe that you aren't concerned about money and the what it says about you, there's some other stories people tell you. So it's not just that you need to get more money all right. the time. But some people believe that if you're really frugal, it makes you a good person.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And so you see the, like those reality TV shows where like extreme confounding oh, where it I, just takes over their life. Crazy. Yeah. And that's – but it comes from this desire to be a yeah. good person. Yeah. And so they think if they're frugal, that's going to happen. Or – um
0: but see if you're obsessed and not living in moderation on and you've gone to the extreme yeah. you're not you're not healthy not at
2: all. Um another thing is if you uh, you shop smart oh, or yeah. you know yeah. that you can just show other people yeah. you're smart. So or it's if Like you... I hit this great deal or yeah, I have I this save so name much brand money. and it's so good because I read the reviews on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And um or another one another story that we tell ourselves is I don't care about money. I just like to be able to have the things I want. Yeah. But again, if you have this, yeah. you know the things you want—they're not the things you need. There's I don't difference. buy quantity;
0: I buy quality.
2: Yeah. So we're out of time, but that's just a little bit that's of food huge. for thought. Maybe reconsider the way you think about money.
0: C.S. Lewis said, "It's not that we want to have a lot of money; we just need to have more money than everyone around us." Exactly. So as long as we have more money than everyone around us, our identity feels better. Good stuff, merit man, Thank researcher you. extraordinaire. I've got to put that on your. Um, on your letter of recommendation <laughs> that I'm writing.
2: Please do. Mental I note. think that would be a...
0: Researcher, extraordinary. A ...helpful thing for me. Uh, good work. We're going to take a break. When we come back, our great friend of the show, uh, Brooke Walker is going to be joining us um, from Studio 5 with Brooke Walker. She's going to give us three ways to take the guilt out of the work-life balance. How do we get rid of the guilt... As we're trying to, you know, balance and create some balance in our lives. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. everybody to the Matt Townsend show hey on the show today folks we've been talking about work life balance giving you some tools to uh, to help you kind of strike a little bit of a balance between all the stuff you have to do for your occupation and then all the wonderful things you have to do at home with all this people you love all the all the great uh, people you care about you want to create some form of balance and as we've been uh, getting into this, we've talked to Susan Peterson, who's an entrepreneur that uh, made it to the Shark Tank. Uh, She taught us, again, and it's something I believe in, you can't can't have everything you want. Now, I'm a believer you can have um, a lot of what's important to you, but at some point, we're going to have to start making decisions, and decisions have consequences, right? So when I start to make some decisions about uh, am I going to make you – know, Do am I going to go for more money here or am I going to need – do I want to be home more? Sometimes you're going to have to choose and um, it might mean at times you got to have less money and sometimes you got to be home more and there's a consequence. There's also a benefit, right? So everything isn't always a negative consequence. Sometimes there's very, very positive benefits that come just by saying no um, and sometimes saying yes. Uh, it's just as important at times that we get to work. Um, there's a great um, lesson I learned just as a dad that at some point in my life, uh, my kids also want me to go to work. And going to work teaches them a lot of very valuable things about hard work and about being able to do and be somebody that you need to be. And so that's kind of one of the goals yet. Um, James hey we're we're trying to get Brooke on the phone. Brooke Walker is our guest and is you know she's a good friend of mine. She is somebody that works her head off to to make life happen. And uh she's just trying to call in right now. She's uh she's runs a television show basically called Studio 5 here in Salt Lake City and uh she's a very very popular host. She's also um, a killer aunt extraordinaire and just a good friend. She has more friends than I think anybody on the face of the earth. But so she's had to figure out how to balance both work and home. And um, we're trying to get her on the phone because she's got some wonderful ideas and points. James,
4: you know, I, I was upon hearing about you know all these different ideas about you know, balancing work and and other things in life. Yeah, I, I heard once a really good um, example of. You know what it's like to balance it's like a you know at the carnival and at, uh, at the circus you, yeah. have, you have the ba- plate balancing act right, those stuff. guys spinning the plates exactly yeah. somebody said that balancing things in your life you, you you can't constantly be spinning all of the plates you know yeah. your focus is going to be on one plate and you can spin that make sure that's going well get that well. one's going get Yeah. that one going exactly yeah. and when you notice that another plate starting to wobble that you know you need to adjust your focus yeah. and be able to, to start to spinning that plate. one exactly now what do you do do when
0: your kids come in and then start breaking all the plates then um, bounces out the door you got you need to get more plates I <laughs> it, guess but it is kind of funny that way I always when I would do my um, like my workshops and my classes I'd always have everybody stand up and then I'd make them like balance on one foot in a really awkward position and um, what was so amazing about it is they could do it as long as you let them keep their eyes open and the minute you have them, then I, all of a sudden I see on the count of three, I'm going to have everybody close their eyes and I'd have them cover their eyes with their hands. The minute they had to cover their eyes, they'd lose their balance. So there's a huge key to balance, which is vision. You have to have vision for what your life is about in order to stay balanced. And a lot of us don't understand the importance of vision to our balance. Um, it's just easier. So in life, if you want to have a, a, more, a, a greater sense of balance in your life, one of the greatest things you can probably do is start to understand your vision. And if you remember Susan, our our guest earlier, she was talking about you got to know what your um, your absolute you know unquestionable things that you're going to do. Your your non what you call them, James? You remember? Non negotiables. The non negotiables. So uh, who better to teach us that than our good friend Brooke Walker, who we finally got on the phone? Brooke is a producer, TV producer, TV anchor. Uh, uh, show host on Studio 5 up in Salt Lake City. The number one uh, morning, I don't know what we call it. I'll have to ask her the exact title of the show. But Brooke, are you on the phone with us? Yes, sir. How are I'm you, here. girlfriend? We're
7: on in the afternoon now. I oh, that's
0: right. You're on you in the afternoon. That. So what's that going to do? Because you used to be the number one, whatever, whatever, morning, whatever show.
7: We'll <laughs> just keep the number and just
0: change the time. Okay, that's good. But you know what? How You're, are you? I'm excellent. And I guess what? I still have a cough.
7: Oh my gosh! Pull it together, it's Townsend. It's been three
0: weeks. I know. It's because I, it's because I go and I yodel. I go to those yodeling yes. contests, <laughs> and
7: you win. You are
0: number one. I am. A, I'm a top yodeler yeah. in the West. Yes. So Brooklyn, um, here you sit. Uh, you're the greatest aunt in the world. I know that. Greatest oh boy, daughter in the world. Married to Mark, the stud. Yes. Uh, what What have you learned? But busier than ever. You are one busy woman. And um, what have you learned? You, you've got, I know, th- you know, three keys to get rid of the guilt, get the guilt out of your, you know, work-life balance. How do we do that?
7: I do. Well, because let me just say, women, we drag ourselves down with this guilt. You
0: I know. know what is up with you
7: that? Coach women, you're married to a
0: woman. I know. I mean, totally. It. Yeah.
7: We just weigh, let the guilt just weigh us down to the point that we're just not functioning and we're not happy and that's a bad combination. The funny thing was when your producer contacted me and said, Hey, we're doing this, you know, show on work life balance. Could you contribute? At the moment I was feeling like the most unbalanced creature. You were out you
0: were overwhelmed, out of control.
7: Yeah. It was kind of an LOL moment because I thought, sure, I'm happy to talk sure, about I'd work love life to. balance as I'm sitting there like burning dinner and trying to email and all of that. <laughs> yeah. But I do, I, I kinda drilled down on three things that work for me. I yeah. mean, every woman's different, but in my life these three things have really helped me feel balanced. Sweet. So the first one is just to do it now. Yes. And here's the thing. Women, we let the extras weigh us down. Like, we don't feel like we're succeeding or contributing or doing well if the extras aren't taken care of. That's so, right. for example, the kids can be dressed. Dinner can be – I mean, they can be fed for the most part. It might have been mac and cheese, but, hey, they had yeah, food in their they got stomach. a meal. Right. We we are living. We're breathing. But at the end of the day, if we're not frosting the cake with extra, you know, sprinkles yeah. and doodads, we don't feel like we're making it, right?
0: Yeah. So you're not, you That's don't even want to I just feel. be good. You want to be – Good at everything, including the extras.
7: Yes. And so for me, those extras will only get done if I stop and do them right now. So I'm a hoarder of stationery, for example. I don't know if you know this at all. No, no, I've I... heard. I've heard. Oh, i Mark love says he thing.
0: can't even sleep in the bed because you have so, much, so many paper products around you.
7: It's bad. We have reality shows knocking down our door. <laughs> it's really bad. But I just, I love the thoughtfulness of a handwritten thank you card. Yeah. And so I've learned that that will make me feel, my life will feel in balance also better if I can do a little extra like that. So when the thought crosses my mind, hey, you know, you were grateful that, you know, Matt did such a great job on your television show last week. The second I have that thought, I just stop what I'm doing, I drop what I'm doing, and I do it right then. Otherwise, it will never get done.
0: I I don't know that I've ever had a handwritten note from you.
7: Well, it's coming. Check your mail. (laughs)
0: But you know what? Or it will
7: be right after I'm done with this interview. No, don't you
0: dare. Because the, I'm the last one you need to worry about. Because that is so out of the realm. That is above and beyond. You know what I mean? It's
7: a little extra, but I think it will for a lot of women. I think they'll connect with the idea. No, I think of, you're right. You, you know, you do a little bit extra and you feel like you got your world together. Wow. So stop and do it now. Do it now. Fact, you look at your car dashboard and you see that you've got a fourth of a tank of gas left. Rather than wait until you're running late to a work meeting. Just stop and do that's it great. now. When you can, stop, drop and do it now. That's a great... The that's, take she, the guilt out. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Number guilt two. Goes. Number two. Are you taking notes? Yeah, I am, actually. Oh, good. Number do you two. you know Jenny Oaks Baker? Yes.
0: She's a violinist mm-hmm. extraordinaire. She
7: is. She is one of America's most accomplished violinists, and I learned this from her. She was on my show many, many years ago. In fact, I just checked. The interview's still there. If you want to go to studio com and type in Life Balance her interview is the first one to pop up. But she taught me to outsource the unimportant. Mm. So at the time, Jenny was, I mean, she is. She's one of America's most accomplished violinists. She's released 10 studio albums. She's been nominated for a Grammy. The woman's a rock star. She has a husband. She has four kids. Her life is crazy. And she just said that one day she had the aha that she doesn't need to do the dishes to be a good mom. That there were little things that she was letting you know, throw her off balance and, and worry herself into a tizzy that really, at the end of the day, didn't matter. you were talking about having vision and having priorities. yeah. And she's a woman that sets really strong priorities. And then if those little things don't fit into those priorities, like the dishes, for example, right. she's not going to worry about them. So when she can, she hires, I think, a gal from her neighborhood. She said... Pays her ten bucks an hour to come over and sweep the floor and yeah. clean the sink and the little things that really at the end of the day don't matter.
0: Right. Well, see, and and you can even um, you can even outsource it to your kids.
7: There you go.
2: I
0: mean, sometimes we don't even allow our kids to do certain things like that. So if you don't have the money to go hire somebody, but when you think of what Jenny Oakes thinks, I mean, her time is worth something. And exactly. so to, to, like, start saying, I'm, I'm just going to outsource certain things and be able, I mean, what's it worth to be able to go spend more time with your kids instead of doing the dishes?
7: Right. I can't hire somebody to, uh, well, I guess she could, but she didn't want to hire somebody to read her children a bedtime story right. and talk them in at night. So that's the moment she wanted to invest. And in. so for the unimportant things like dishes, she just outsourced it. That's,
0: or, hey, paper plates. Come on.
7: I love it. Hey, I'm a big fan of those.
0: I there. am, I too. I use
7: those a lot.
0: <laughs> we, you know what? I don't even use paper plates anymore. Uh, paper towels. I mean, That's sure, it's good. gross, but whatever. You know what? It's just a, its just a hot pocket anyway.
7: Look at you simplifying. I love it.
0: That's cool. What's your number three?
7: Number three, and again, this works for me. Maybe it will help for Taking someone, the know, guilt but, out. Yeah. Give yourself a deadline and walk away. I like this that. This is something, as a journalist, I've had the fortune, I will call it, of constantly working under a deadline for the last 10 years yep. of my career. And while deadlines drive me crazy sometimes, they're also a huge blessing because it's due, it's done, you've got to turn that article in, or you've got to turn that television interview in, and then it's done, it's out of your hands and you're free. And I found myself lately kind of self-imposing deadlines for little life things that I would just sit and fret over and worry about, or you know, emails are never done, or the house is never clean enough, but... Give yourself a deadline and say by 2 o'clock, no matter where I'm at in the process of this chore or this responsibility, I'm going to be done. That's my deadline, and I'm totally going to walk away.
0: I love it. And I I think because you get a ton done, but part of it is because your whole day is deadline-driven, right? I mean, you have to have certain things done before you can leave, and you want to leave at whatever time. So, I mean, it does add stress, but it also – that stress might be the good stress that gets you to get stuff done.
7: Yeah, and it it allows you then to be manager of your own clock, which a lot of times balance is just getting control of your watch again. You know what I mean? Taking control of your schedule and your time. So it allows you then to set those boundaries for yourself, and then you're done, and you can go, you know, cook up some Hot Pockets and enjoy
0: the rest of your day. Well, right, and and then just throw your paper towel away.
7: (laughs) Exactly. It's done.
0: (laughs) See, those are – so check that out. Do it now. Stop. Do it now. Uh, Outsource the unimportant and give yourself a deadline and walk away.
7: Yes. I love that. For me.
0: It's almost like, you know, you've done this.
7: Well, <laughs> you know, balance is kind of a daily pursuit, don't you think?
0: Well, I, I totally agree. And you, uh, I mean, really, some people, I don't balance stuff well because I procrastinate. I don't do anything now. I always think, oh, I'll do that in a minute. And then, ironically, it's not, not even, it's just I forget. Right. But then you're saying, no, get it done, get it pumped out there. You know, sometimes. And don't
7: feel guilty about it. Just live your life for the happy factor.
0: See, live your life.
7: Live well, your life. Brooke,
0: what should I do um, about my bronchitis? Because well, it's not going a away.
7: I might start there.
0: Hold on. What? A doctor? doctor? <laughs> I have never <laughs> thought men. of that.
7: You men. No, it's been like two weeks, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, two and a half. Oh, I, I, mean, I,
0: I mean, at what point is it something to worry about?
7: Well, and you've tried all the remedies. Like you've tried banging oh, yeah. on your head while mm-hmm. eating a hot pocket. You have oh, tried yeah. it
0: all. Yeah, I tried really hot pockets.
7: Yeah, I, I just tried don't cold know. pockets,
0: and you know, and I still get the chills. Is that bad?
7: You know, that would be called a fever. Okay. <sighs> Really, if you could kick it, your audio guy would be so grateful because isn't his finger, like, ready on the yeah, dial? Yeah, it's
0: constantly. He has to, yeah, back? exactly, because I'm totally coughing here and there.
7: He'd be grateful, too. So he might even be willing to chip in on that Dr. Bill. I'm just saying it might be worth another visit.
0: I don't know. Let's see, James. Would you be willing to chip in on my Dr. Bill? Uh, how much is your Dr. Bill? Uh, probably tens of thousands. Uh, I could take pick up a couple thousand, I think. Wow. Oh! <laughs> wow.
7: See, there you go. Ask the audio guy. He always has the
0: answer. And by the way, apparently the money. He's got okay. the money, Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooke, you're the best. Take care of yourself. Keep hey, up great the good to work. Have you. And uh, you know, I'll see you Friday.
7: I know. What are we talking about?
0: I don't know. We're I don't like to find that. these things out till tomorrow.
7: I mean, do it now. Wasn't
0: that tip That's it. That's, one? it. That's it. That's it. Tip number 1. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to look it up <laughs> and on my way home, I'm going to drive home and then send it to you now. Sounds good. You're the best. Brooklyn Walker. Have a good one. Thank you so much. She did it. That's amazing. I mean again, How does she have time to do that? We freaked her out because we made her, you know, do a show with us. But she had stuff going on, James. You're really going to give me a couple grand? I don't know about that. (laughs) Well, no. It's on the air now.
4: Now we've documented. Dang it. It's all right. No, I'm a poor college student, Well,
0: you know what? Just write a check.
4: Yeah, that's true. I could probably get a couple thousand dollars in student loans and send them your way.
0: Let's do that. We're going to start the Matt Townsend Lung Foundation Fund for my lungs. Uh, We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be wrapping up the show. Last segment of the show, what better to talk about than the I Likey the Mikey update. Our own Mike Pond was supposed to go on a date last weekend uh, with one of the wonderful ladies that have uh, signed up for our wonderful um, Bachelor Matt Townsend show version of The Bachelor. This is... uh, this is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back with Mike Pond after this break. Welcome back to the Matt Townsend Show. Uh, that is the hoedown music, which means it's... It's time to wrap up the show, and uh, in order to do that, we, we really have left something hanging that we have to talk about. Uh, and so, in order to talk about this very sensitive subject, we, we made a little bit of an audio introduction.
4: It's time for the I Like You the Mikey
0: update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. I Like You the Mikey uh, update. The I Likey the Mikey is not a contest. It's not, uh, it's not like The Bachelor. It's just our version of the show, The Bachelor, where one of our great bachelors, Michael Pond, uh, a.k.a. the javelin thrower, is. Uh, we're trying to find him love and trying to get him some dates. So we put out on Facebook the fact that, hey, anybody want to go out with the Mikey? Anybody likey the Mikey? And we had about 220 people sign up to potentially go on a date with Mike. He was supposed to go on a date this last weekend. Mike, how did that go? It didn't happen. I, I almost died. That's two weekends in a row you were going to have a date, but you didn't have a date. This time you didn't have a date because you almost died.
1: Yeah, I, I was really sick this
0: weekend. Well, what happened?
1: I have no idea. I think because we switched microphones yes. on,
0: on Thursday. Did you notice? Everyone's getting sick because yeah. I switched I'm micro- still
1: at the sick microphone. You're contaminating the whole studio.
0: I know. I'm moving to James's um, mic tomorrow.
1: But I just I slept almost all day Friday and all day Saturday. Did you have a cough? Did you have no, a cold? No, that was the strange thing. I didn't mm. have any flu-like symptoms other than I was just Maybe. really really tired. Could be mono. It could
0: be mononucleosis. Yeah, it could be. I don't I doubt it. I wouldn't be telling all these ladies you're supposed to be dating that you might have mono. <laughs> I mean, you just might narrow. You know, honesty
1: is a great policy. You taught me that, Matt. That's true. I need to be honest with with everyone.
0: Okay, so let's be honest. Anybody that is going to date, just buyer beware. Uh, he may have mononucleosis. Oh gosh. Maybe not. He may just have been underslept. That's probably, probably. Yeah. So um, you didn't go on a date, but you have been, you're still calling a lot of these people trying right. to... To figure out and it's getting difficult, I'm hearing, because there's so many incredible women that have signed up. Right. They're, they're, or whose uh, mothers signed them up.
1: Yeah. Or grandmothers or, or grandmothers, sisters. Yeah, or
0: parole officers for that those two. That's great. Uh, and apparently you've also recorded some of their talks.
1: Yeah. Uh, some of them are, you know, well, uh, open to, to being on the radio and, and we welcome that. And I, I recorded one of the phone conversations, what, one of the phone interviews. What's her
0: name? Who, her her name, name is Danny. Danny. Let's hear what Danny has to say. Here's Mike Pond dialing. So, this is what it sounds like when you dial for a date. Yeah, it, the anticipation kills me every time. Oh, yeah. I can feel it right now. Just,
1: just. Pulse. Hello? Hi. Are, you're okay with being on national radio, right? Yeah. Here, I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions and then you're going to answer okay. as fast as possible, okay? All right. Do you believe in unicorns? Absolutely. What about Bigfoot? No. If I lost my legs, how would you support me?
6: I would carry you on my back.
1: So if you had a—what would you do if you had a million dollars right now?
6: Oh, don't even start with me. Let me tell you three things, okay? A million dollars? Well, you know, you got to be responsible, so I would pay off my debt. I would help out my mom and my dad because, you know, I love them. They raised me. They taught me— how to do a lot of things, but honestly, I would just go travel because, you know, you can't learn about who you are and what's important to you until you know what else is out in the world.
1: Wow, that's deep. Is there anything that you uh, wouldn't eat or you don't eat?
6: I'm not going to lie. I'm not really down with the fish, okay? Growing up, we didn't eat a lot of fish. I don't even like fish sticks, and that's not even real fish, okay, but I'm not really down with the fish, but, you know, I could try I could try it. You know, I like to try new things.
1: What's the best advice anyone ever gave you?
6: The best advice that anyone had ever given me? Well, probably just, you know, this is going to sound so cliche, but the Bob Marley song, Three Little Birds, don't worry, because everything's going to be all right.
1: You just got to follow your dreams, you know, stick out your neck and go for it.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're not taking chances in life, then you're not giving life a chance to make you the happiest person in the world.
1: So, uh, when would you be available for a date?
6: <laughs> right now.
1: Whoa. Yeah, some of these wow girls are really excited. She's great. Oh, she's fantastic.
0: She doesn't like fish, so you couldn't take her to a fish restaurant. No sushi at no all. Sushi? Yeah, yeah, you don't want. I mean, that's just not. Which work. is
1: a shame. I love sushi. Yeah. But yeah.
0: But Did um, give and take but you know what else I love totally believes in unicorns so you know she's in tune two uh, doesn't believe in Bigfoot because that's a scam well you see I do we can talk about this later we don't have a lot of time left yeah you but. believe in Sasquatch or uh, Bigfoot
4: yeah I've been to the yeah. Bigfoot Museum do
1: everything. you believe
0: in unicorns no oh man
4: what about well, Sasquatch they... riding a unicorn
0: that's let's, actually let's not even
1: go there right now
0: um, not today guys it's a real thing I'm not in the mood, telling you. Well, I, I think it's neat that a they'll even talk to you.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a big, big uh, move forward for and me. And
0: Danny has a ton of personality. Yeah, Plus, she's a I fireball. like that. Like, what's the best advice you've ever been given? And I mean, you're trying to get some depth. You're trying to see, you know, the well that they've been drinking from.
1: Well, I'm just following the advice you've given me, man. Yeah,
0: I think it's good. The unicorn thing. I don't remember. Um, no, that was my own. Yeah, okay. That was my own question. But we know. Okay. Uh, so what are you doing? Are you going to ask a girl out finally? I mean, we've been doing this a long time. We're leading these ladies on. Yeah. We, I mean you. man. I'm a busy guy,
1: okay? I'm trying to fit this into my schedule <sighs> and, and yes, yes, there's more to come.
0: Have you ever, have you been listening to our show?
1: Me? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because we're talking about work-life balance and you don't seem to have any. Well, I'm working on it, Matt. Okay. That's why I work here, so I can get all this great
1: advice and apply it to my life. Okay. So, what's your goal? When are we going to have a date? So let's have a date. Uh, let's I mean, not have...
0: you and I, but the girl you're going to go out with. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's go shoot for this weekend. Okay. This right? weekend, Friday or Saturday, you're going to yeah. have a date. Or two. Or two. And before then, are we going to get some more audio from some ladies during the week? Oh yeah. That's and great.
1: we might even have what hear what my mom thinks about this. This will be great. And, uh, yeah. You know. Get mom on. And we'll have some uh, dating tips. Because and advice. your
0: mom, this could be her future daughter in law.
1: Yeah. And you know, we'll get some advice from people, some some tips. Does your mom like fish?
0: You know what? I don't think so. Does she think fish sticks are real fish? She hates sushi. Okay. I love sushi. I love sushi. Good Big food. conflict in the family mm. there. Mm. Okay, good stuff. Miguel Pond, well done. Keep uh, search alive. Again, Mike, he's going to be dating somebody out of the 220 people that are vying for his hand. Hey, a little quote for you on the way out, a little Winston Churchill as we talk about life balance. We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Let's start giving more, right? Maybe that's the fastest way to get balance is get out of yourself and start giving it away. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back again tomorrow. More tools, more ideas to help you find the good life. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to BYU Radio.